It's freaking Notre Dame week. If I could print business cards every week for a low cost, I would because it would say, Clint Shamblin, thinking nothing other than Notre Dame this week. We are finished. Turns out there's an 18-year-old kid that said, get off my lawn. Well, he's an 18-year-old kid, but he's also fathered a 28-year-old grown man. So no one is, I'm not playing spin the bottle with you. So don't, that's, that got weird uh, fast. Again, for the listeners, Daniel and I are fully clothed all the time and we're not playing spin the bottle. Ben didn't come knocking on door, but you know what, Ben? We came knocking on yours. That's, it's called senility, Clint. It's called being a senile old man. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed, just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs, the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And Daniel, is it safe to say that uh, we have some feels going on? Is that a safe assumption to be had? It's Sunday evening as we record this, just to let you peek behind the curtain. Uh, And I was, I'm sitting on my couch last night and I'm trying to watch the Florida-Kentucky game. I'm Oh yeah, I'm trying to will Syracuse to do anything, to just remember how to football at all, not to any avail. <clears throat> but is my mind dialed into these games at all, Clint? Am I am I focused on what's in front of me? Not whatsoever. It is like mm-hmm. all parents at four year old little league games. We're there because we don't want our children to ever think of us not supporting them, but. Are we that enthralled with the play that is happening before us? No, really what we're thinking about is how... It's freaking Notre Dame week. Clint. It's Notre it's Dame We made it. We made it to Notre Dame week, and it's time to talk about Notre Dame. That's what? That's the only thing. By the way, um, tagline me on everything. If I could print business cards every week for a low cost, I would, because it would say, Clint Shamblin thinking nothing other than Notre Dame this week. That's what my That's business correct. card would say. That's correct. Take one. Take a few. Pass them out to your friends and colleagues. Let them know that I'm not interested in their calls and emails at this nope. point. I'm not. Unless they're here to talk to me about Notre Dame, at which point I'm still probably not interested in their calls and emails because their take is probably dumb and their uneducated. Their take is dumb. I, I have a, I, this week I have a, a very high bar. My first question is, do you football well? to people who want to speak to me. And mm-hmm. if they say, yeah, I, I kind of follow some of the sport, I go, nope, good day. we're done. <laughs> good day. <laughs> we, we are finished. I don't yep. have anything to say to you anymore. Clint, <clears throat> it's, it's all Notre Dame all the time inside my head, inside your head. Um, it, the Arkansas State game was, is that, or was that fair? Here, is this that fair is, to say? This is fair to say. Um, we fired on every single piston that the V12 had, and they were all firing well. Let's yep. move on. I mean, we could sit here and just just gush about every player on this team, right? I mean, because to a man, 
every player on this team came out and showed up. We won 55 to freaking nothing. Clint Lewis seen your friend and mine intercepted a ball in the end zone wearing number 28 for some unbeknownst reason Where did to that God come from? and everybody. I'm sitting there for half the game trying to figure out with Asher who number 28 is. Finally realized, oh, there's no there's no name on the back of 28 because nope. it's a it's a jersey they just found laying around over there on the sidelines because Lewis Seen apparently had some poor Arkansas State player's blood on his jersey or something. God knows what all. But I was so relieved to know that I wasn't so out of touch that I, there was a, somebody running around in a number that I didn't even know. But sure enough, Lewis Seen's intercepts the ball in the end zone. We win 55 to nothing. Jorge Pickens is the greatest human being to ever live. I'm, a haul, I'm all in, 100%. Jorge Pickens is Julio Jones's biological father. Yes. Okay. There's yes, nothing like just we're the done historical here. accuracies of that. Find yourself some some doctor teleportation device somewhere. Go back in time because that is factually correct. And again, let the music be played. Tyler Simmons, I thought you were going to be a beast for us reception wise. Turns out there's an 18 year old kid that said, "Get off my lawn." Yeah. He's just well. He's an eighteen-year-old kid, but he's also fathered a twenty-eight-year-old grown man. So Correct. it's not he's he's lived quite a life. Yes, he has. He has. Um, Turns out some of us are, are overachievers, and others of us just watch. That that is correct. Um, <clears throat> Jorge is man. He's an animal. Uh, Quay Walker nearly ended a man in the first quarter of that game. That was a fun. That was a fun moment uh, for me. <laughs> By the uh, way, real quick, I just have to point out, we said, uh, do we need to talk about anything? And we've talked for two minutes and 43 just, seconds just, about it. So many, so many things. And yet, and yet we're moving on. We um, Saturday came, Saturday went, Dog Nation did us proud with the pink yep. in the stands. Um, going to do us proud again this weekend, I have a feeling. Because uh, is that stadium going to be worse than bonkers, Clint? Is it going to... Is it going to literally raise Larry Munson from the dead and sit him into the booth and have him call the game via, at Ghost on Skate style, James Cook? Yes. Yes. Um, I, I have, I have no, no idea how businesses in Athens are conducting themselves right now. But if you are not fretting, if you're not sweating being able to care for all the lunacy that's about to happen, uh, go ahead and call your insurance agent because there's going to be looting in your place. Like, it's going to be <laughs> one of the craziest environments we've had in a long time. Truly is. Um, <clears throat> told, my, told my wife, I just, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think back. I didn't go back and actually pull it up and do the research. But she said, Notre Dame this week, big game. And I said, yeah. Big game. And then I said a a statement that I thought seemed ridiculous, but I said, I think it might be the biggest home game that Georgia's had in 10 years. Like, is. I I think I would would double down and raise you a little bit with that. I mean, let's be honest, Georgia fans. The next biggest home game that Georgia's had in the last 10 years, I think, is when Alabama came in here and beat the ever-living bejesus out of us. Is that 
That's, I mean, like other than that, that's the competition that we have going against. This well, is I mean, going you, to be. You got the you got the Aaron Murray, uh, Zach Mettenberger LSU Georgia game that was a hundred to one hundred and seven, I believe. Yeah. yeah. But this game, top ten, top seven matchup, college game day, non conference Notre Dame. I mean, just legendary program after what we did two years ago in selling out their stadium and then beating them in heartbreaking fashion oh to end gosh. the game. You listen to Notre Dame players this week, Clint? Have do they do did they have this one circle? <laughs> was they, this was this a do they know? game for them? Do Let's, they know about on. this game? Quick question. Who's forgotten? Has has Kelly forgotten? Is he is he's he not, I don't I don't think he's forgotten. No. I don't think have you forgotten? I, I, no. I don't I don't think any of us have forgotten. Do you mean Do you mean the game that follows my YouTube account everywhere and just has it favored like fifty says, times want, with the heart? Says, "Hey, Clint, you want to watch this again?" Siri hey. Siri wakes me up in the morning and says, "Clint, shall I start auto playing?" And I go, "Selected yep. for you." <laughs> that's yes, it is. Yes, it is selected for me. Um, uh, <clears throat> Clint, I can't let us get away from this weekend. I got it. Your favorite FCS program and mine made some noise this weekend. I, I need the people deserve uh-huh. Uh-huh. to to have you give a shout out to your favorite FCS program. I'm, what, I'm about you, to I'm about to buy a shirt, Daniel, and wear this shirt on non Saturday football. Like when we have bye weeks, mm-hmm. I'll put this shirt on because mm-hmm. the Citadel, the, the Citadel, Citadel. That's they right. Work. Trademarked. I believe they trademarked the word the. Uh, LeBron couldn't went... get Taco Tuesday down, and Ohio mm-hmm. State couldn't get the, but you know who should? the Citadel already had it. That's why. The Citadel was ahead of them in line with paperwork that was matching, and they said, no, we mm-hmm. good. They said oh. that we have a core of cadets that will, that will be happy to take it up with you if you have a grievance to file. <laughs> yes. Um, listen, there's... It's every story has already been written about this game. Every joke has already been made. So listen, we're not trying to be late to the party and jump on board. But there's never been a more beautiful, sweet, ironic, poignant, touching game. I mean to to just sit there and watch Jeff Collins single handedly lost the game for his team. Yes he with did. With the way that he managed the clock and coached the last two minutes of the game. But the fact remains, Clint. Uh huh. The Citadel handled Georgia Tech for the entire sixty minutes of that game. Yeah, no, you could you could blame a lot of people, and Georgia Tech is a mess. But the Citadel came out and did work. Don't Just, don't go too far. The blame game does not need to go too far. Responsibility game. Totally responsible for the loss is the Citadel. That the Citadel. Thank you all. I will be I will be giving you a twenty dollar donation for a shirt at some point coming up. This is the Citadel that has lost to Tosin and Elon so far this year. <laughs> I just need you to know that they were 0-2 going into this weekend. They lost to Tosin and Elon. And, and by the way, you try to do a Google search for Elon, it's coming up with the dude who created an electric car, not a university. <laughs> like, <laughs> Correct. Correct. That was not a first name. That was the name of a university. Right. Uh, <clears throat> all right, let's move on. Okay. Sunday was a mess. Um, oh. or Saturday, rather, was a mess. But it's Sunday now, and it's Notre Dame week. Yeah, it is. Clint, 
Um, how are we going to frame this conversation? In here's the conversation. Notre Dame. Yeah, here's, here's what we just need to, to get out of the gate. Uh, and Daniel, I, I feel like uh, you and I have done some deep research. Um, we don't need... Some people have baskets of books next to... Uh, toilets in rooms, you know, in bathrooms, like some reading material. You and I don't need that because we're just on our phone constantly deep diving into research and stories. Uh, and I have a feeling that you have your you have a good little a good little appetizer for us, Dan. I got a few things loaded up in the yeah. hopper. Yeah, we I just if you want to just cycle through, play a little I, Russian roulette, see what comes out. I, that's exactly the, what I want to do. I want to spin that bottle and see what kind of reporting we got going on to talk the about. Wheel. I'm, no one is. Inter- I'm not playing spin the bottle with you, so don't. That's that got weird uh, fast. Look, but, um, look really quick again for the listeners. Daniel and I are fully clothed <laughs> all the time, and we're not playing spin the bottle. Well, the predicting robes sometimes do come out, but uh, but <laughs> as, true. as of now, that's that's accurate. Um, <clears throat> let me talk. Geez, I don't know which side of the ball to start on, Clint. Which side of the ball should we start? I- I'm gonna let you choose. Do you want to just talk about real quick, Notre real Dame's quick. offense or Notre Dame's defense first? Real quick, you, you're you going to ask me what side of the ball we want to start on talking about Notre Dame. Um, I, look, I, uh, if we were talking about our team, you know my answer, but it's going to be the same mm-hmm. answer. I want to talk about Notre Dame's defense, Daniel. I want to talk about anything that has to do with their defensive unit responsible for stopping five men who they can't stop. Let's talk about Notre Dame's defense, okay? Um, here are the facts that lay before us. Clint. Yeah. No, Notre Dame, by the way, um, I'm glad you didn't call it a lock um, because they beat the bejesus out of uh, New Mexico. New Mexico did not get near sniff a cover no, in that no game. No, they didn't. 66-14, um, to 14, beat up on New Mexico. Now listen, New Mexico has played themselves two games this year. They played Notre Dame, and they've played Sam Houston State. And listen, stats don't mean everything. Stats can lie. Yes, but I can. figured... Let's do a little bit of just cursory glance. That should it's at least going to give us a starting point. Let's just look at the way New Mexico's fared, New Mexico fared against Notre Dame, and then let's look at the way they fared against Sam Houston State, a team that they beat 39 to 31 in week 1 okay. of the college football season. Uh, now passing New Mexico against Sam Houston State was 18 of 40 45% for 340 yards. That's about 8.5 yards per attempt. Okay, okay. Against Notre, against Notre Dame, they were 10 for 29, only 34.5% for 151 yards. That's only 5.2 yards per attempt, a significant drop-off. As you would imagine, Sam Houston State at home versus Notre Dame on the road, a significant drop-off Yeah. in their numbers. One game they won again, thirty-nine to thirty-one. One game they lost, sixty-six to fourteen. Um, nothing, nothing that we should be raising an eyebrow at to this point. No. But then you, then you move ahead. You move ahead to the rushing statistics against hmm. Sam Houston State. Against Sam Houston State, New Mexico had uh, thirty-two rushing attempts for hundred and forty-five yards. That's four and a half yards per attempt as a team. Against Notre Dame, Clint. Are you ready? I'm so ready. They had 46 rushing attempts for 212 yards. I say again. They rushed for 212 yards against Notre Dame. 
That's 4.6 yards per attempt, which is a tenth of a yard more than they averaged against Sam Houston State. Now, real quick, Daniel, I want to I make sure I understand this correctly because last year I'm fairly certain Notre Dame scheduled New Mexico twice because they are independent and they just need teams, and I think New Mexico was hard up for a couple of victories. You're not talking 212 yards the number of times Notre Dame has played New Mexico in the last three years. This not is... in the last decade, no. That was on okay. Saturday alone. Oh, oh, one game. 212 yards Two, against a they gave vastly a, imper- inferior opponent. 212 yards against New Mexico. Now, I said to myself, that bears a little bit of further investigation. And so I went and I found myself an article. Um, it's by a, a, a young fellow, looks to be a strapping young lad, named Ben Belden. Hey, Ben. Um, Welcome to the podcast, Ben. <laughs> Ben never wanted to be on the podcast. Like nope. Ben didn't ask for this. Ben's not Trevor Woodworth. He didn't. He didn't sign up for this. Like ah, he didn't volunteer. He didn't, no, there was no solicitation. Ben didn't come knocking no. on door. But you know what, Ben? We came knocking yet, on yours. And yet, and yet, here's Ben. And listen, I'm not going to fault Ben. Ben is just Ben is more plugged into Notre Dame football than I am. And so I'm trying to glean some information. This is an article entitled "Grading the Irish Defense Against New Mexico." Okay. So, that seems pertinent for us to read. So, Clint, I'm just going to ask you. <laughs> 212 yards. You probably didn't watch very much of the game. I, I watched the first quarter in which Notre Dame was struggling. Um, but if, let's say hypothetically, I was going to grade Notre Dame based upon statistical analysis that you've given me. If I was, to, if I was a coach and I was to do a little film breakdown of 212 uh, I might have a take. What was what was dear old Ben's take on the grading of Notre Dame that game? I'm just going to read a few lines that I've, I've found to be pertinent. Many will point to the fact that the Irish defense gave up over 200 yards against New Mexico. Good start. Well, that's not... You forgot a word in there. They gave up over 200 yards rushing in addition to 151 yards passing. They gave up 350 total, but sure. Um, but still, Ben says, there was more good than bad in Saturday's win. Let's go to the position groups. The defensive line, on a scale of A-plus to F, Clint, if I just told you that New Mexico rushed for 212 yards against Notre Dame, what, what grade would you give the defensive line? I mean, we're talking Notre Dame, a historical-type uh, traditional place, and I give up 212. Let me, let me answer you if I was Kirby, okay? If Georgia yeah. gave let's up just... 212, okay, let's let's do that. Kirby would have graded them as incomplete. He would have looked at them and said, "I don't, I don't accept this. You need to come back next week and try again." <laughs> that is, that is correct. Incomplete because many of you have been cut from the football team already. Right. It doesn't matter what grade I give you because I don't care about you any longer. You are no longer under my care. Um, he gave the defensive line a B plus. and in so doing he said um the lobos hit on a couple of run plays Ah. which helped which helped their overall rushing numbers now listen to this next line important one of those big plays took place during garbage time so it's to be discounted now listen to me real quick do some math listen listen Uh to me do you think that rushing play that took place during garbage time was for 149 yards? I, I was just th- going to say. 
I was just going to say, let's say hypothetically he busted a big one for the most yards you can gain for on 99. one season. Yes, 99 yards. You still giving up over 100 yards rushing to New Mexico, Notre Dame? A cool hundo to New Mexico. Okay. Okay? Uh, but the defensive line gets a B plus. Sure. Now listen, he goes on to talk about how elite the secondary is and oh, no. how... how uh, the the interception. By the way, New Mexico turned the ball over four times in oh. this game. They lost sixty six to fourteen off of four turnovers. Uh, he goes on to talk about how the 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 secondary that he gives an A, if not for a couple of questionable pass interference calls, we'd be talking about an A plus perfect afternoon. He says, "That's a, Ben's a take." Perfect afternoon. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Now listen, here is here's the last sentence that I think is pertinent for us, Clint. This is how Ben ends his article. Overall, it's worth noting that the Irish defense will never be perfect. However, it will continue to improve and adjust as the games go on. Here's the here's the quote. No one expects the Irish defense to be able to carry the day. But if they can be just effective enough, the Irish will have a fighting chance against any opponent. So listen, this is the take on the Notre Dame defense from the the pseudo inside, at least. That the Notre Dame defense is a weakness to be mitigated and is in no measure a strength to be rallied around. And apparently, an acceptable performance from the defense is a day in which they give up 212 rushing yards and 350 total yards to New Mexico. Yep. Yep. New Mexico, the Lobos. Now, Clint, I don't know much about New Mexico's offensive line, nor do I know much about their stable of tailbacks. I'm sure they're all very good students. Sure. But what what does this information do for you in terms of your level of confidence going into Saturday's game in our ability, our offense's ability to do the very thing we want to do? Yeah. Yeah. In uh, the face of the, the one thing that apparently the Notre Dame defense cannot help. So, but. so again, they can't help but give up plays. They're going to get better as the season goes on. They can't carry the day, meaning uh, – AKA, let me just let me just translate Ben speak here for a moment. Um, mm-hmm. We can't win if we can't score lots of points. That's what Ben just said. Correct. Okay, good. Uh, and against New Mexico, he cited the excellent performance in a win. I just really quick, you know, you and I are we we like these thing called statistics. Um, well, doing a cursor. Well, I mean, just only when we're confronted with. With people looking at you, Trevor, that want to just spout out absolute nonsense, nonsense takes. Yeah. Without uh, really them. quick, New Mexico Lobos um, have averaged 424 yards a game. Daniel, that's good for 61st in college football. Uh, real quick, if you don't know, there's 130 teams that hold statistical analysis for this. So Okay. They are they are middling at best against the likes of, you know, Bowling Green and 
University of Texas at San Antonio. Um, mm-hmm. Also, by mm-hmm. the way, they're 61st, just a couple of spots ahead of them, uh, uh, the Gator uh, at 59. Just real quick, have to throw that mm. in there. Um, oh, okay. So just 424. Uh, they are 61st. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to scroll up real quick because if I went to the University of Georgia, who you're playing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heard of them? heard of them good is 565 yards a game more or less than the average that new mexico has uh good for seventh oh. in college football so so you're yep. telling me that your take on this team is that they can they're gonna get better and they're not gonna carry the team but that's okay you know when it's not okay when's that it's not okay when you face a team who demolishes any defense they come up against. That's when it's not okay. When it's not okay is when your team has a liability, that being your defense, as you've stated mm-hmm. to us, Ben, and you go up against inferior, like New Mexico or University of mm-hmm. Texas at San Antonio, you can go ahead and say, ah, you know what, the defense can be off. They can't be off against a team like, oh, wait, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because I just I said this early in the preseason, but the defensive tackles on the strength of Notre Dame's defense is this freshman kid they have in the secondary that they believe right. is going to win the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a grassroots campaign. Lou Holtz is currently on like giving motivational speeches somewhere. Uh, for this by the kid way, the by the way, when I think Lou Holtz, he's just given motiva- motivational speeches to like any brick wall that will listen <laughs> to him as he's wandering about aimlessly in the streets. He's just that's called it's called senility. <laughs> it's called being a senile old man. Factually correct. It's, it's not it's not great to laugh at the elderly, but <laughs> that's just what that's what we're up against here. Um, the strength of the Notre Dame defense is the pass rush. It's the defensive ends. Uh-huh. The defensive tackles are the weakness oh. of the Notre Dame defense um, and the linebackers. <clears throat> so again, uh, again, if I don't if I don't do sports ball that well, Daniel, but no, if I was if no, I was to don't. understand the, yes, the 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 gut, how your team is built, your body, the core that's correct. supposed to hold up against oh I don't know an average of six four and a half and three fifteen three twenty three thirty. Um, yeah. And you're saying to yourself, no, 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 we're, we're kind of weak in that area. Well, just imagine your core, like your, you know, your abs, yeah. like yeah. Your, your lower back, like your core, your core of your body. And then imagine that Trey Hill punches you as hard as you can in it. Yes. That's sort of what we're dealing with here. Like so, that's, that's basic. And then Cade Mays comes up from behind <laughs> and just gives you a knee right to the midsection. Yes. And... And your body falls into multiple pieces onto the ground, and and DeAndre Swift just sort of casually steps over it. Correct. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, hey Ben, I just really, really quick, I just have some professional advice for you. Um, <laughs> just again, Ben did not. Ben does. Ben did not solicit this. Really, I'm just trying to get information out of him. But I'm just, I'm just but, saying, you might want to take a different tone this week as you're but, writing. B plus. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna be B plus. Okay? Okay. No. Um just in case you're wondering, Notre Dame in week one gave up two hundred and fifty eight rushing yards to Louisville. Oh. Oh yep. Oh that, that's oh. more that's more than Louisville rushed um against uh against Western Kentucky this weekend. 
They rushed uh, for two. They rushed for two hundred and eleven. The same Louisville that Kirk Herbstreit got on for leaving the stadium early and saying, "Who are you, Louisville fan? Get back mm-hmm. in the stadium." That that Louisville. Two fifty eight um, on the ground hmm. against Louisville. To say that Notre Dame maybe has struggled against the run. I don't know how many of those plays, Ben, came in garbage time. I didn't go back and watch the tape, Ben, to to diagnose how many of those plays came in garbage time. But let me just spoil it for you this week. There might be some plays this week that come in garbage time also. Just so just so we're all on the same page. You can you can just, cut you I'm can just cut saying, and paste that line if you want, maybe, Ben. I'm just I'm just saying Kenny McIntosh may break <laughs> off a big one against you this week. Oh my gosh, uh, Kenny McIntosh. That's okay. um <clears throat> that's that's my take on the defense. I don't know if you uh I don't know what that where that leaves you. But um here's where it leads me. Um it leads me to again just statistical analysis. A lot of what you had said I echo on the defensive side of the ball for Notre Dame. Uh, not only did they lose a ton of talent in the draft last year, uh, they have a lot of guys injured this year already. Correct. Uh, they have a coach who doesn't care about defense at all. Uh, in your, irrelevant. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter as long as I get to flash a couple of cool gadget plays and screens here and there. He cares. Um, in fact, if I could just interject, and I'm, I'm going to hurt your feelings, some of you. On this one, he cares so little about defense that he once hired Brian Van Gorder to be the to be the defense. Was that too soon? That was was that too soon, Clint? uh, It's not too soon. Am I out of line? Am I out of line with that one? Not one bit out of line. Sorry, Georgia Uh, fans. I know. It's I know it. I know it hurts. But um, no, Daniel. I I just I just look to again every single time uh, when you are a Georgia fan. And you know what kind of offense we have and, and where we're going with this. Um, the points per game on defense for them, they're 29th, giving up 15 uh, and a half points a game this year against crud teams. Um, they are giving up 5.2 yards per rush, uh, uh-huh. which, which, by the way, 5.2 yards per rush is what they're giving up. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel, can you name a running back on our team averaging less than 5.2 yards per carry right now? I'll, I'll let you name them in, in any order you want. Jake Fromm. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> Jake Fromm. You snuck that one in there, you dirty dog. Yep. yep. Uh, <clears throat> no. No, the backs for, for Georgia, now granted, it's not like we've been playing world beaters either, mind you. It's not like we've been out here uh, going up against the likes of Alabama and look, LSU. Look, I, I'm going I'm to push back that against a little bit, a little bit. Not not because I can't, I cannot, and nor I will. I defend Murray State and Arkansas State. You'll never find me doing that. But I will say this: go back and listen to prognosticators talk about Arkansas State again. Go back and listen to them talk about mm-hmm. the program and talk about them saying, cautioning Georgia, they they might sneak up on you. Hey Georgia, oh. watch out! Oh, I heard it. Okay, you heard it too. Okay, so this I is this is this is a real thing that uh, we went out and handled business against inferior opponent. Absolutely, right. But we did so in an embarrassingly dominant way in all mm-hmm. phases. Notre Dame 
when there's a chink in the armor, when you're exposed against things like that, and they are exposed in the rushing <laughs> defensive category, mm-hmm. uh, some may say, some have even, uh, you know, done awards who write about this, that you should look out for Georgia's offensive line to be best in the nation. Um, I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard on Saturday night, by the way. We're not going to get off track here, but oh. you want to talk about dumb, dumb things oh I heard someone say on TV, Clint. I didn't even write this down coming to the podcast. You just reminded me of it. Todd McShay... Yeah. Did he recently move to Colorado? I don't know. Or what something? He did. Like, is there something happening in Todd McShay's life where he's not, he doesn't have full control of all of his faculties anymore? I will say this Todd McShay is clearly, had clearly pissed somebody else off because he was on a trajectory that was like ascending with the draft stock and everything. He must have done something horribly wrong uh, when we come to find out that he just has awful takes because he's been relegated to clown duty on a lot of these games now. And his clown duty was to k- call. Who was who was it that he called might have the best offensive line in the entire K- nation? Kentucky in oh. the SEC. Best offensive line in the SEC. Oh, yeah. Kentucky. Clint. <laughs> Clint. Todd. 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 Be, Todd, be better. Be better, Todd. Don't be don't be worse. Be better. Be Todd. Better. All right, let's move on to Notre Dame's offense oh. against against our defense. Clint, how do you how do you how do you like our defense? I'll just okay. ask you that. How do okay. you do you do you fancy our defense at all this year? Guys, I'm going to say this right now. I don't. This is the best defense I've ever seen in college football. This is it's, the best defense I've ever seen in college football. He's he's out there. I'm out there. He's out, he he out here. You're just what are you going to what are you going to do about it? Say I'm wrong. Go ahead. This is the best defense, and here's what I mean by best defense from top to bottom. Depth, 22, 33 deep. I don't care. Grab a mm-hmm. dude in a jersey next to, to Kirby and throw him mm-hmm. on the field because he's going to do just fine. He's fine. How's that? How's, that ju- how's, how's the sack total numbers this year, Daniel? Oh, oh my. I think we I – think, I, I, haven't, I haven't done the research. I would be shocked if we haven't neared last year's total. Uh, in terms of sacks, yes. As you're looking that, because I, I we we might be really close. Um, let me just let me just. I'm gonna say names, and then you think back to their flashes of coming off the edge. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. What's what's Jermaine Johnson doing over there, coming off the edge, Daniel? <laughs> is he getting, is he getting quick to the quarterback? Listen, Jermaine Johnson's like fifth string, Clint. I, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's is, like. <laughs> This is We're starting saying. from the bottom. I'm grabbing like, dude off the sideline that Kirby just looks around because somebody did a dumb penalty and he just wants to talk to him. He goes, who do I have over here? I don't know. You go. You go you play D end and, and just get to the quarterback. Okay. So he's grabbing Jermaine Johnson, who's not starting. Okay. Um, hey, you want to talk about Manchild who birthed previous generations before he was born? Nolan Smith, my word. My word. You flex as much as you want, young man. I don't care. Mm-hmm. He flexed, and you know who actually stood back and said, oh, M- Mr. Swift. Mr. Swift said, I- I'm good. <laughs> I don't, Dad. I don't want none of that. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Nolan Smith getting in a hurry in the backfield. Uh, like you said, the aforementioned Quay Walker. Quay, you, you good with me, brother. You can, you can come play with me. Uh, on on defense anytime you want. Hey, uh, let me give you another name. Tyler Clark. 
You resurrected something? You hmm. Back yeah. from the dead. Back from the dead, Tyler Clark. You good. You okay. Um, you uh, good. Y- you want to talk about... You get, you get Adam Anderson some run down there. You get Beal some run down there. You get anybody some run. N'Kobe Dean coming off the edge on blitz packages. Uh, Channing, I, I know you saw this. You saw your boy Tyndall mm-hmm. over on the edge over there. I did mm-hmm. too. And he was coming with bad intentions. This this defense, look, I look, this is the best I have seen. I am all enamored with this defense. Look, we're sitting on twelve sacks for the year. We had twenty one. Okay. All of last year. Okay. All of last year. That includes the SEC championship game. Uh huh. And the bowl game. Fourteen uh-huh. games. We're sitting on we're sitting on twelve through three. Three. So that's I don't know if you can keep track at home, do some quick math. That's four sacks a game that we are getting not, out there. I'm not I'm not great at mathing, but And that's not counting sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's easier when they're good round numbers. I'm not we're not even counting tackle for losses. We're not talking about the amount of times that running backs have hit the great wall of Jordan Davis and not been able to move any further. We're not talking about those. Guys, this defense is lights out. Uh, our our backers, I'm fine with the rotation. I I've seen many of you kind of complain that you don't know who's in look, I'm I'm fine with this. I'm great absolutely with it. I, I love it as a great with fact. it. I have no problem. Great with it. I have no problems whatsoever. So, um, so this defense, Tyson again, Campbell, Tyson oh, Campbell, playing oh. out of his mind. Hey, look, really quick. You all said Stokes is all world, and he's been playing very well. Okay, he's I, fine. He's, he's been fine. fine. But you know who's been exceptional? Tyson Campbell. Tyson Campbell's been pretty good, guys. Um, we are giving up seven point seven points per game. Seven point seven. Now again. Two teams that are inferior, but you're supposed to shut. You're supposed to hold them down, and we shut out a team fifty-five nothing. A shutout is hard to come by. It's hard okay? to do. It's hard to do in in football. We are literally playing people that did not make the trip to Vanderbilt because the NCAA won't allow us to carry that many people. We're playing those people at the end of the game. We're playing and a guy. I'm fairly certain is suspended and shouldn't be playing. I'm fairly certain he is not eligible to play, and we're just over there, and we're like asking for waivers mid-game to do so. Correct. Okay. Seven point seven points per game, two hundred and forty-three yards a game given up, two hundred and forty-three yards a game. Daniel, is that rushing yards? No nope. game. Nope. Sorry. I, sorry. I, let me let me do some tabulations. No, that's total. That's passing. Total. total. Passing and rushing, because that sounds an awful lot like the number of rushing yards that no, Notre Dame no, no, gets this isn't per this game. isn't Notre Dame's rushing. Yeah, correct. No, um, okay. All let's right. half this really quick. Let's let's play a game, fun game. A hundred and twenty-one okay. yards, twenty-one and a mm-hmm. half yards a game. Hundred twenty-one rushing yards a game given up. If that is true, that's good. Hundred twenty-one passing yards a game. Okay, fine. You got two hundred and forty-three yards a game given up. This is this defense is lights out. We haven't had bonehead stupid plays. We have had guys, all guys, by the way, I, um, coaching clinic on tackling this year. Mm-hmm. Off season, off season workout called tackling. Uh, mm-hmm. Money well invested because M- money very well invested because nobody's Clint, nobody's falling forward on these guys. Clint, I just want to give you a. 
I want to give you a little something here. Mm. This is a gift for me to you. Oh, thank you, Daniel. I didn't wrap it. Well, I didn't. I, I don't didn't need you it. to. It, especially if it's whiskey, you shouldn't. You shouldn't wrap that. I, Just it's not. It's not whiskey. But I hope it will. I hope it will warm your insides the same way that a fine that a fine whiskey will. Um, hundred and eighty-two, Clint. I don't know if you remember the numbers that I gave you for for Notre Dame rush defensive statistics. They gave up two hundred and ten yards. Two twelve to two twelve to New Mexico, and then they gave up two fifty three hmm. to Louisville. Okay, let me hit you with a number here: one hundred and eighty two rushing yards allowed total in three games. <laughs> in three games, Clint. In three. Oh, in three games. Oh, oh. See, th- those are those are numbers that I really really like. That that warmed that moved. The inside, Daniel. I actually think my heart grew like the Grinches when you said that. That's that's not very many. Nope. It's just no. It's not. That's what we're saying here. It's not very many. Um, uh, <clears throat> offensively, um, it seems as though your boy Cole Komet. That's not how. That's not a real name. I don't know. That's not a real. That's name. That's an K- industrial solvent. K and M. Correct. That is correct. That is what you use to affix shingles to your to your roof, lest they come off in a storm. Flex Seal um, actually trademarked that chemical in Kemet. their product. Kemet. Uh Cole Kemet, the uh, tight end, the uh, their, right. one uh-huh. of their better offensive players, has been injured. Brian Kelly seemed optimistic that he might be back for the sure. Georgia game. So. Uh, so there's that to pay attention to. You and I both um, do not enjoy going up against a, a a good tight end. A good tight end is very difficult to defend. Very, uh, so very that difficult. Would be, that would be tough. That would be a tough break. It would be a, a great uh, a great swing of fortune uh, for Notre Dame, should that be the case. Uh, Jafar Armstrong, as mm-hmm. I think you've already alluded mm-hmm. to, their best running back is uh, definitely still out for this game. He got injured in the first game against Louisville and has not played very much of the season. Uh, he will not play in this game either. Now, Clint, this is where I want to get I want to get a little bit into something in terms of the Notre Dame offense because let me just ask you a question: If our best running back your friend and mine, DeAndre Swift, Ooh. had gone down, had gone down with an injury. It would be it would be tough. Uh, moment of silence would, would be had. We would be very mad. We would text each would other for very... several hours. It, no. We'd go radio silent. Yep, yep. Just an understood, understood between all Georgia fans. Let's not talk about this for a bit. Uh, but then let me ask you, Clint, what would happen next? I would, I would go into the bathroom, I'd splash some cold water on my face, I would look myself in the mirror, and I would remind myself, don't worry, we have four others that can do things similar. Okay. Don't, don't worry. So now, Clint, let's go back to the Notre Dame offense. Let's. <laughs> shall we? Javar Armstrong, tough blow. Okay, he's not out for the season, but he is—he has been out for the season so far. Will be out for this game as well. Um, do you know, Clint, the name of the fellow who leads Notre Dame in rushing attempts 
and is tied for the lead in rushing yards. Do you know the name of the young man? I, I think he's a strapping, you used use the term earlier, a strapping young gentleman. I think he's a strapping young gentleman whose responsibility it is to mainly pass the ball. Well, you might think that, but he plays quarterback for Brian Kelly. Oh. Uh, so oh. it's Ian Book, Clint. Ian Book leads this team in rushing attempts. Now, yep. Now they were, this was a, a game against Louisville, they pulled away. Um, in the second half of that game, but it was, you know, it was back and forth there at the beginning. Absolutely was. And so, uh, potentially, you're saying to yourself here, well, you know, he probably got a lot of those attempts against Louisville. Um, <clears throat> do you know who led the team in attempts against New Mexico, Clint? Aforementioned Ian Book. It's Ian Book again. Okay. Okay. So Ian Book runs the ball more than any other person on this team. L- follow-up question. You- follow-up question. Yes. Go ahead. I'll allow it. Uh, is quite possibly Notre Dame. Is Notre Dame like Florida where their second-string quarterback is better than their first-string quarterback? Is that the case at Notre Dame? Well, funny you should ask. Um, no. No, it's not. So No, if, it's not. If I have the defense that has 22 bullets ready to fire at any given moment, and they're mm-hmm. coming with bad intentions, and said quarterback, who's not Joe Burrow, by the way, because I don't think Joe Burrow can ever be injured. I don't think it's physically possible for him to incur an injury. Ian Book is mm-hmm. no no Joe Burrow. Uh, That's correct. And I got Quay as Walker. As far as I know. As far as I know. As far as I know. And, and I got... I got Richard LeCount popping heads off, and I got I got Mark <laughs> literally <laughs> literally popping heads off, and I literally have Mark Webb making form tackles, driving guys into the ground because that's see that's actually true that's, that's, that's actually, actually true. That's true. Um, yeah, true. And and the guy who's your only source of offense is now mandated to run the ball too. How, how am I feeling if I'm Ian Book looking at defensive film and Coach calling in plays where I'm doing RPOs? Um, can I say not great? Is, mm. it, is that okay? I a, think it would be. I think it'd be not great. Understanding, yes, I think that's a fair, nuanced approach to that. Um, I just don't know if. I don't know if you're going to make a living running. I think they call the that. I think they call that tough sledding. That's, it seems like it would be. It's going to be tough sledding. Now, listen, George is going to have to stay disciplined. Obviously, yes. They're going to have to. Uh, linebackers are going to have to have their heads on the swivel. They're going to have to be playing in space and keeping an eye on the quarterback. Going to have to be ready to break off their assignment. Um, maybe have a spy or two. Going to have to have defensive linemen stay in their lanes not create huge gaps uh, for rushing. It is a pain it is. to play against a quarterback who is willing to run. But but just to reiterate, they're starting tailback uh-huh. in two games, has 127 yards rushing. Is okay? that uh, – McIntosh in two games. had that in, in two carries? Is that- in two games, yeah. he has 127 yards rushing. Now, the second leading rusher on their team – that's not named Ian Book, who also has 127 yards rushing. Ian Book does. 
is a young fellow named Kyron Williams. Uh, and he has, Clint, four carries for 26 yards. Stop. That's their second leading running back rusher. Okay. <laughs> okay. At, uh, okay. What? I, but, oh, okay. For, See, I, what, I, had, what had happened what, was... Well, I just... Uh, no, you... Uh, no, it's, it's bad. <sighs> okay. Now, the strength of this team, Clint... Are the wide receivers? I would sure. say on offense, hundred percent. You got the, you got this kid Claypool, he's uh, good. Who appears to be nine feet seven inches tall and weigh two hundred and eighty five pounds. Um, and then you have this guy Javon McKinley, who I, I, he just destroyed New Mexico. He didn't really do anything against Louisville, but he did come in and destroy New Mexico. And then if they get this kid Cole Komet back, mm-hmm. they have some. They have some weapons on the outside. So I ask you, these corners are going to get their first real test. They're going to be season. tested. The Vanderbilt quarterback, let's just call it out for what it is. Okay, we played a we played a one double A team. We played a a team in Arkansas State that God bless their hearts was more concerned about how many people were wearing pink in the stands than they were about playing football Which, that by the particular way, again, day. Kudos to Athens and UGA Nation. Well done. Kudos to you. Um, that was not an offensive test. They could not run the ball. And so we were just pinning our ears back and coming full force. And the Vanderbilt quarterback, Clint, it's been a while, so maybe you've forgotten. We, we could ask the, old, the elderly gentleman in front of, who I will reiterate, we did not get in a fist fight with. Did not. Uh, you're welcome for that. Um, <laughs> the Vanderbilt quarterback could not throw the ball forward more than five yards. Okay, that is a deficit in the passing game. That is a tough. That's tough to overcome. It's, it's not ideal. So the the corners is it safe to say are going to get their first test of the season this week? Uh, this is a large step up in competition. Absolutely. How do you assess their ability to rise to the occasion? That's but, my question to you. Yeah. Here's how I'm going to assess it, and here's here's I expect back shoulder fades and twenty yard go routes to be a normative experience against us on Saturday. That is, it's going to be a quick drop, quick set, throw it up there, get some coverage, throw some routes in there where you bring a safety across the middle and bring them back, and and then try to hit that fade on the outside. And they're going to have to do exactly what they've done and stay on top and be fine. Now, if I do a quick assessment of Stokes. Uh, I'm good with him being disciplined over the top. I'm I'm fine with that. I I go to I go to Stevenson. I I go to Campbell. I, I I go to these guys. I feel fine of their ability to do that. Are a couple gonna hit? Of course they're gonna hit. Absolutely, of course they're gonna hit. Uh, but Daniel, I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't have a fear about it. I'm not scared. I think these guys are going to be fine. I think they go up against great wide receivers, and I said great wide receivers because, again. But, Clint, these wide receivers are unproven. They've never done anything yeah. in college yeah. football. Do you know how many catches they had coming into the season, Clint? Talk about talk about another uneducated take that, that we have but, a depleted, Clint, thin wide receiver stable. But, Clint, what about, what about Jeremiah Holloman, Clint? Mm-hmm. But, Clint. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, by the way, real quick, 
We are we are four weeks into the season, and that is the first time you and I have mentioned J.J. Holloman's name. You know why? Because his name's not relevant to this podcast? Because it's not relevant, because it's not missed, because he's not yeah. here. And did anybody go, oh, man, we really miss him. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what he could do if he wanted to get mentioned more on the podcast. He could write us a one-star review. <laughs> and then... <laughs> him, him and Trevor, the same Listen, amount of ability for the offense. We, we do not condone writing one-star reviews, by the way. Please, will, please don't. gladly accept... If you write well, a five-star, five we will star talk review. about you on this podcast. You don't have to get attention by doing the one-star, okay? Um, no, right. Daniel, Nobody wants more Trevors. <laughs> no, we don't. Daniel, I'm, I feel great. I feel good about it. I think they're going to hit on some plays. Um, I'll be interested to see. I'll be interested to see. Um, yeah, exactly. Like you said, what kind of what kind of stuff they're trying to run? I imagine a lot of quick, you know, quick out of the hand. Not a lot of multi-level routes being run, but like a lot of back shoulders, a lot of go routes. If you if you know, you know anything some, about Kelly, some crossers over the middle. I was just going to say, that's his offense. If you watch him from any time, if you watch Notre Dame, it's those stupid, there's only four guys go out in formation, but there's only one guy getting the ball because three of them are setting picks in their stupid crossing routes. It's going to be some jet sweep, shovel pass action, like happening at least once or twice. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what makes me feel feel okay about the secondary? Uh, a name you didn't mention. When talking oh. about the secondary, which is surprising, I, I should you know what have. makes me feel okay. Um, what makes me feel okay about the secondary is Tyler Clark. That's who makes me feel good about the secondary because uh, that man doesn't need a blitz called. Like he's not. Kirby said every play is a blitz for you, Tyler. Just you go see man in front of you, destroy man in front of you, get football. Uh, like that's I haven't I haven't exactly uh, clarified this yet, but I'm gonna go back and watch the games. I think Tyler Clark uh, gets down in a four point stance without looking over at the sideline, while everybody else on the defense is looking over there for the play. And Tyler says, "I'm good. I know my assignment," and just stares down the guard tackle hole on the other. I always side. said if I played big time college football, uh, I'll, and I and I recorded a sack, my sack celebration would be. Tackling the quarterback, standing up, taking one step back from where the quarterback was tackled, and immediately getting in a three-point stance to line up for my next. Like, and making the offensive line, like, walk around me. Yeah. And like, like, you can't call a penalty on me. Like, this is where I'm supposed to line up. Line the of scrimmage. Play. The right line of here. scrimmage is, is right here. I have set that line of scrimmage. That's basically what Tyler Clark does. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's so glorious. Play. It's fantastic. Speaking of the secondary, Clint... This was a big takeaway for me on Saturday, and we didn't even talk about it at all. But I'll just ask you: Is Tyreek Stevenson coming for somebody's job? Like, is he just is he out here? Is he out here coming for somebody's job? Look, just not caring about their family or their kids, look, putting I, food on the table. I tried to I tried to float this a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Campbell and Stevenson and, and Stokes. I look, uh, you got my attention. Yeah, he's got my attention, Daniel. That kid can make some plays. That kid made some plays in that game on Saturday that were he he flashed. 
Again, just yeah. listen to what we're saying. Okay, just just the names we are floating out there. It is still a rule in football. You can only have eleven guys on the field. It's eleven at one on time. eleven. It's eleven, yeah, it's 11 on, on eleven. Okay, I have listed twenty names, Daniel. There's only one ball that only eleven guys play, but but the thing about our eleven guys is they're always fresh. Always, the because they just roll in. Like a hockey line. Correct. The hockey line is and, still still there. And they put you in the penalty box quickly. Like when they when they roll in. It's it's the thing to watch. Clint, um I'm not saying we're here to pick a lock today. No. But did you see the early line? Thirteen points. Is that what it's still floating Thir- at? Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half, okay. Thirteen and a half points. Um that's a lot of daggum points, Clint. Look, I said to myself, if I said to myself, anything is when I went to look it up. I said anything in single digits. Oh, insta bet, absolutely, it's insta bet. Anything in single digits, thirteen and a half, Clint. Mm. Uh, that's I'll, a lot of daggum points. That's a lot of points. How how you how you feel? What's your early take on uh, that line? When I saw in that, case, lest it go north, yeah. for the people, yeah. I, I oh, here look, uh, it'd be if you told me you bet. 13 and a half. You said, hey, I, 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 put, I put coin down on Sunday night, 13 and a half. If you said that, I'm not going to fault you. It's not 14. 13 in the hook. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to fault you. I'm not doing it. But I couldn't fault you. When I saw 13 and a half, I thought to myself, ah, dang it. I was just, I was really yeah. mad that it was 13. Because I want to bet this game. I want to bet this game. Not at 13 and a half, I'm not. I mean, you understand what Las Vegas is saying here. It, this is the number seven team in the country. Are we the number one team in the country, Clint? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. I, yeah, I don't. I don't care. Uh, I know it's a home game. Sure, that's that's worth. Three. We're talking about that's worth three points. Yeah. So now, they said we're thirteen and a half points better than this team. That's a lot of points, that's Clint. A lot of points. Look, I don't. I I think we are better. In most phases of the game against Notre Dame, but that's unsettling to me. All right, Clint, I want to get out of here. We're we're getting we're nearing nearing the hour mark of the the podcast. But look, it's Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. Get off my lawn. (laughs) Thank you. Get off my lawn. We might we might come out with we might record another episode. Daniel, Daniel, I just get the itch tomorrow morning. We're like, I didn't get it all out. I need to come back. Nope. We may just we may just have some more. Let me ask you this question. This is another conversation I have with my wife on Saturday that she actually told me I should record. I should. She said you should record this conversation. Does she want to be executive podcast. producer? We're searching for one of those again. Yeah, I offered her the intern executive producer. She said if you get on there and talk about my candle some more, yeah. then like maybe I will. Yeah. I said, listen, I haven't had to do any soul searching contemplative. I haven't had to bring up. I haven't had to stare into the flame of a candle all that recently, but there's a chance I might soon. Uh, my wife, it, we're sitting there watching um, the Clemson Syracuse game, um, flipping back and forth between Kentucky, Florida, and Clemson Syracuse, and uh, my wife asked me, and I quote. Mm. Which team are you more nervous about today, Clemson or Alabama? 
Before I tell you what I said, Clint, I pose the question to you in front of a in front of God and all of our listeners. Yeah. Which team today, if you had to choose, are you more nervous about? Clemson or Alabama? Neither. That's exactly what I said. That is exactly what I said. Neither team. No team. In, in fact, let's just blanket statement. None teams. No nope. teams. I'll I'll give the floor to anybody to list a team. I'll let you. I'll let you tell me all you want to try to convince me. You, go for it. And I will stare you coldly back in the eye, and I will say, I don't care. I'm just, I just, I just happen to think that Georgia's the best team in the country. Yep. That's, that is what I see, and that is what I currently believe. Nothing I've seen from any other team leads me to believe anything differently now clint am i up and am i is my stomach tied in knots am i losing sleep about how we're not ranked number one right now like am i quick quick assessment raise of hands if you have thought more than five seconds about our ranking not being number one i'll, I'll count if your hand if your hand is in the air uh go away go away. put it down and go away trevor Trevor like Trevor is the guy that cares about us not being ranked one right now. And you don't want to be Trevor. I think if we've learned anything from this <laughs> podcast, if you're a new listener to the show, just know you don't have to even go back and read or know what the context is. Just know that Trevor Trevor's not the guy that you want to be. You want to be a Tiffany oh, on this Tiffany. podcast. You know what I'm saying? You oh, by the way. By the way. We all aspire to a Tiffany level. Uh, uh, Tiffany... Since you're listening, mm-hmm. twice a day, every day. Video. It's Notre Dame week. It's Notre, it's Dame, Notre week. Dame week. Twice, Tiffany, a, twice up, a day. Just up your game. Every okay. day, video me. That's what we're trying to. That's what we're trying to be. Okay. Um, uh, I'm just not. I just. I'm just not afraid of any of the teams, Clint. I don't. I'll take this team. That's fine. That's you can fine. have your team, and I'll take my team. All day, and twice maybe, on Sunday. And maybe we'll play each other later. If you beat LSU, then maybe sure. we'll play you. Maybe if we'll not, talk then. then we'll see you next year when we play you during the regular season. So not a big deal to us when it is. I don't care. Uh, all right, Clint. Well, we will, we will assuredly be back for the people oh, yeah. on Thursday morning. Uh, we will have locks. Believe it or not, I'm still... Still coming around to the realization there are other games on Saturday. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to muster up the energy to care about any of them, but we will endeavor to make you more money. Uh, but we will also on Thursday the locks may be, they may be abbreviated. Uh, we might be going, we yeah. might be going rapid fire. We might be going speed round yep. through the locks. I would guess that the vast majority of the podcast on Thursday will be spent. Continuing to dive into all of our thoughts and feelings. Because I don't know if you know, Kirby talks to us before. Twice. Twice, but between now and Saturday, he speaks to us a couple times. Mm -hmm. That's correct. If you have thoughts and feelings about the Notre Dame game, we would love to hear them. You can always reach out to us at 
uh, Dogs Podcast on Twitter or TalkingDogsPod at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear uh, your takes. We would love to hear any uh, anything you would love for us to talk about uh-huh. related to the Notre Dame game or anything else. If you have specific things that you want us to cover, we'd be more than happy to cover those. Reach out to us. And let us know. As always, you can leave us a rating or a review. That would help us out a tremendous amount. You could share this podcast with a friend. That would help us out a tremendous the, amount. The cornucopia you, of amount of things that you can do to support UGA right there. That just a treasure trove of things you could do. It's a, it's it's a lot. We listen. We know you're not going to be working this week. Nope. Okay. That's not. There are other weeks for work. There are two bye weeks this year. Okay. Yep. So much time to work. This is not one of those weeks, so just be sharing the podcast with your friends instead of instead of working. Uh, we will be back on Thursday to talk more about Notre Dame. Until then, talk to you guys later. See ya.